Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everyone. It's Janet here with our third coaching call for the Dream Life to Real Life 2016 program. Uh, welcome to everybody who is on the line and in the chat room. I've just got a note from Sandy in the chat to say she's having trouble getting on the call. Um, Sandy, sometimes the pins go a bit weird with TalkShoe. If you can't get in using your pin, just try the guest login, which is one and then the hashed key um, and see if that works instead as a last resort. Um, otherwise, if you, do, if you have trouble getting on the call, feel free to post any questions in the chat room and I'll, keep on, I'll, I'll check in every so often. Um, but uh, I'll just... A quick round of hellos to everybody who is dialed in at the moment. We've got Jodie on the line. Hi, Jodie. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> We've got Linda on the line. Hey, Linda. Hey, Janet and everyone. And we've got uh, someone who's showing up as North Missouri. Who would that be, I wonder? It might be somebody from outside the US who's dialed in and Talk shoes randomly picked a state for you to temporarily live in. So who's on the line that hasn't said hello yet? <laughs> it must be someone. No, okay. Um, so, uh, so welcome. Um, today is obviously um, the the topic for this week has been, or this module has been around clarity, which is such a key topic. When I work with people. I'm uh, I'm never surprised to find that a big chunk of the question is what do I really want? Where where is my where do I want my new focus to be? Who is this person that I want to grow into? And very often that can either be because we've had, as I said in the module, we've had messages about what's possible and what's not possible, or we've had, you know, we've been trying something for ages and it's not working, so we've. Been, so we've made a, a, a subconscious decision that it wasn't quote unquote meant to be or we maybe have um, uh, slightly missed, I've done this myself so I speak from experience where um, you know it's like we want, we want something or we think we want something and then we find out eventually that the thing we wanted wasn't really the thing we wanted after all. It's what we thought we had to do in order to get to the thing we actually wanted. So, it, so it's like a, it was like the only stepping stone we could see to get to that thing we wanted that, that was our real true desire. So that's why the work that we've done in this module has been designed to try and get you to drill down and find out what the true desire is that sits, that sits at the core of it. Because you get to write you know, when we when it comes to the externals that you want, you get to want whatever you want, um, and anything is possible. But while you're sort of wedded to the idea, it becomes a kind of attachment, and it's it, it makes uh, that uh, Sandy maybe on now. Sandy, are you there? It's telling. Talk show is telling me that you're on the call. Yeah, I'm so, here. Yay! Yeah. I I don't know why. Does why anybody? First of all, I want to. Ref 
Third time was a charm, I guess. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it's just a weird, I don't know, it's just a weird thing with talk show. And I always set an intention that it's going to work perfectly for everybody. And sometimes, mostly that works, but occasionally people get hiccups on the way, but it gets there eventually. <laughs> um, so questions and uh, catch-up and progress report. Um, I Thank you for those who posted in the group. Um, and I apologise that... I've been a little absent over the last week. As you guys know, my mum had surgery on Monday. I'm at her house at the moment and she <laughs> she's done really, really well. She had surgery on her eye and she now looks like she's gone seven rounds with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, she's got the biggest black eye I've ever seen in my life. Looks like a Hollywood special effect makeup job, but she's really thriving and the surgery went well. So my focus can come properly back to what we're doing together. I'm really delighted. So thank you to everybody who sent good vibes and good wishes for that. And uh, going, has anybody got questions or anything they would like to tease out about the process they used or how it unfolded? Any discovery? to dive in first. Wow, you guys are so quiet. If you don't, Volunteer. I'm going to come around and pick on and 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 pick on you. <laughs> ah, okay. Dorothy says that she's finding the play homework feels like a chore. That's yeah. kind of interesting to me because yeah. Oh, somebody else is that Linda? Linda says yes. <laughs> Linda says <laughs> it feels like a chore. Oh my god. All righty. You will play <laughs> and you will enjoy it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This can be a really strong signal that we have become so distant from our capacity to play that that it does become it feels really difficult. So the invitation would be to first of all to give yourself permission for it to be okay that it feels like a chore, like not feel guilty about the fact that it feels like a chore. Don't feel like you know you you don't want to be feeling like. Um, there must be something wrong with me because I don't know how to play. It just means that you're out of practice. It would be exactly the same if you were, I don't know, if you if I had suggested that you, you know, take a jog around the park. Seriously, if somebody told me to take a jog around the park, I would look at them like they had two heads. Um, the the key here is to begin with a with a slow walk. Now, Dorothy, I know that you do run, um, uh, so you'll know what I'm talking about here. It's like you begin by doing something really small, really gentle and really easy. So instead of aiming for 10 minutes, try 30 seconds. Just 30 seconds of something that feels good and something that doesn't have a purpose. So something without an agenda. I do recommend the colouring in just because it is the, the beauty about colouring in, and I know it's a huge fad, everyone's into it at the moment, um, uh, but you can find free stuff online so it doesn't have to be difficult. And Linda, for you, you may want to do this with singing where you sing along with somebody else. So it's that same sense of going, I don't have to think about the structure. I'm not drawing something original. It doesn't matter that I'm just doing something that somebody else has already done. Um, and then you just you just let your body do the do the play and and that's all so linda i'm going to recommend for you that you sing along to a verse of a song that's all you have to do and for Dorothy, i'm going to recommend yeah i 
I actually did sing a whole song this morning with an old Beatles song with Pandora, and I just sang it. So did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Simple. Simple. We have this human tendency or this learned tendency. I don't think it's natural, but we have this learned tendency to make things harder than they have to be. So that's your specific homework is to sing an old Beatles song every day. Thank you. For fun. Nothing else. Great. It doesn't have to be a Beatles song. It can be any song. Okay. But hey, an old Beatles song does it for you? That, then go for it. <laughs> um, and Dorothy says, ooh, I'm just reading the chat. I'm sorry, I'm catching up again. Um, Dorothy says she's going through some difficult personal stuff, so you haven't felt up to it every day. I totally get that. And I think that this is a place where you can go and hide out from the personal stuff. So, and she also says she made a big purple Big Ben from the Doctor Who coloring book. Yes, which is better than trying to paint. Exactly. This is why the coloring in is so good is because you don't have to... It's Doing an entire painting, there's a, there's a certain amount of effort involved in that, <clears throat> even if it's only a small thing. And on days when you've got lots of energy, go for it. But on days where you genuinely feel like there is struggle involved or it's a chore or whatever your chosen plaything is keep it small and simple and if it means coloring in big ben from a doctor who coloring a book every day because you know that's the only thing you can manage today that's then go for it and then on the next day you might color in a green dalek and on the day after, day after that you might do a, a blue cyberman whatever you know whatever small thing you can do that um, that uh, uh, that moment of being able to say, you know what, I don't have to think about that other stuff. Just while I'm colouring in, it's like this little window of relief. So that's that's all it's for. So if you're going through some difficult personal stuff, I highly recommend this as a like think of it as quarantine. You're in quarantine just for the moment, and you just get to do this, and you don't have to think about the other stuff. So Linda, does that help? Absolutely. Thank you. Dorothy, I know you dropped out of chat for a moment. I hope you heard enough of that to be helpful. So let me know what you think. Um, and I'm also saying hello to Annette from, and this is Annette Peterson from Arizona. You're in Arizona? No, Florida. Um, anyway, hello, Annette. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I am, but um, TalkShoe won't let me redo my pin, so it says I'm calling from Arizona. Oh. Well, you and Sandy both had the same. You and Sandy both had trouble with your pin with Talkshoe this morning, but we got there in the end anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. So, Dorothy and Linda, you miss, might have missed the beginning. Dorothy and Linda both said that they found the play thing to be that it felt like a chore. So we've just been talking about how you pull it back, make it thirty seconds, make it something where you don't have to do too much effort. So coloring in or singing along with someone or something like that. Um, so any other um, any other feedback, comments, experiences you want to share? I'm throwing the floor open. Oh, Linda again. Um, the what I want and what I don't want. Very. You we'll know, talk I more about that. You, we, um, is, is it time to move to that, or should that I wait on? That? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Look, okay. anything goes, and we don't have to just talk about the clarity piece. We can talk about anything you want, but um. Absolutely, I'd really love. I'd love you to ask, ask the question, and we'll see if we can tease it out. Not, okay. not knowing you what know, the question is um, yet, but please. It 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 was always um it was always been a challenge for me to write what I want, 
you know, when when that is the primary opening gambit of of, of mm-hmm. these, well, you could just have to imagine, you know, this, this, and, this, and whatever. And and so I thought, <laughs> oh well, if I write what I don't want first, that will really help. That will really help sort of unlock the thing. But it, but mm-hmm. I found it. I found I had resistance to writing what I didn't want, but I did. Oh. You know, I wrote I wrote a number of things, you know, and I just listened to you know I'm a I'm a I'm a trekker too, so I heard the Borg in my ear saying resistance is futile, and so <laughs> then, then did the thing, and and then I wrote the 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 um, flipped them to the positive side and what I do want. And there just was such an enormous gulf that it just made me feel so sad that you know that sure yeah. yeah so yeah anyway, I get that that's the feedback I get that and I, and I really want to honor the fact that there is going to there is the potential here for sadness um, not everybody will experience that but there is definitely the potential to feel sad that you never knew it's like Deep down, a part of you knew this all along. You've always known what you wanted. We all do. But we get so silenced by whether it's, you know, outside voices or our own um, kind of the, the outside voices we've taken on that then become an interior voice. They're, they're an acquired one, not a natural one. Um, the, those things can overwhelm and, and hide the stuff that we really want from it. So we don't even know what it is. And I'm the, I've been the poster girl for this. You know, I've, I've spent a large part of my life. There, it is also true that for some of us, um, we didn't come here expecting to know what we wanted by the age of 20. There many has to be before we can get point of clarity. That's not perfect. I look back at the confusion and the different paths and the extraordinarily checkered career that I've had over the years, and I I now recognise for the longest time I thought there was something wrong with me because I couldn't figure out what I wanted, and I now recognise that all of that was preparing the way, if you like, not in the sense that. You know, I had to learn those lessons and jump through those hoops, but more in the sense of I now have this incredibly valuable uh, history, this lineage that is all a part of who I am now and to the world. So, yes, there's, it's, not un, it's not uncommon to have that sense of sadness around if I'd only known, you know, if I only knew who this girl, if I'd only known who this girl is and also that sense of my god there's such a big gap and that's why we then do the second part of the exercise of drilling down to find out with that thing that I really want what's the thing behind it because it's the thing behind it that is going to be where we put our focus or or rather not so much where we put our focus I'm not going to say we're only going to focus on that but that provides the traction for the the the, the the next part of the work that we're going to do, um, because once you know that you can you can keep that in mind as you move forward with the rest of the work. So instead of thinking that what you really want is this and that's the only way to get it, you can look at the thing behind the thing you want and recognise that there may be more than one way to get that. Um, which is sort of jumping ahead just a little bit. Um, but uh, so does that does that make sense, Linda? 
Absolutely. And, and, and I did think you... I needed to give it a rest after that. I did some drilling yeah. down, but I didn't didn't feel like I was drilling far enough. So now I can no. go back and revisit it and drill some more. I think that's really smart. I think that's a really good point too. That there, you know, sometimes we have to do this work in stages. That um, because sometimes it can be a relatively short and simple process, and and sometimes it can take a, you know, it requires a lot more space and time to honour it, um, to honour it properly. So yeah, with the drilling down, um, uh, circle back around and. When you do, when you circle back around, just bear in mind that the sadness is, is part of you acknowledging this journey that you've been on and the fact that you are now ready. Great. Great. Awesome. And I'm glad that you were able to, and celebrate too, the fact that you were able to identify what you want. You know, this has been, this has been mysterious for a while and now you've got some clarity mm. you haven't finished the clarity process yet but you've you've got your you've found your way there and i think that's fantastic <laughs> so it's something to celebrate as well okay Linda, you weren't the only one who couldn't who had trouble sitting down doing the these are the things that i don't want i think i've spent so much of my life focused on all the things that i don't want that for me it was much clearer much easier to just sit down purge all the things that I did want. It would be interesting to then take that and flip it back to see what the reverse of those might be. Mm. The thing is, Jodie, I mean, I, I, I think I did say that, you know, that, that don't want, do want process isn't required. I mean, it's not necessary. If you already know what you want, you kind of don't need to go back and look at the, what you don't want. But I also really want to say too, um, kudos to Linda for, for ignoring the resistance because that's another thing, you know, those of us who've been around the world of deliberate creation and law of attraction for any length of time have kind of <laughs> learnt not to look at what we don't want. And sometimes sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it sort of hampers us a little because we get so tangled up in the resistance that we don't allow, we don't kind of just let, let it go. So, um, yeah, but I think that's a really good point too, Jodie, uh, that once, you know, if, once you feel solid with what you do want, it can be interesting to kind of go, well, that explains so much about why I wasn't loving X, Y, and Z. It's funny because I mean, years and years ago, I had to write a list of all the things that I didn't want in a man and I could spit it out so quickly, all the things I didn't want. <laughs> and then I had to write what I did want and I was like, oh, yep. I don't know. <laughs> so it was funny this time around to be pretty clear about what I wanted compared to what I didn't want. Awesome, awesome, and it's a nice reminder that some sometimes we do have a sense of what we want, and it's like, yep, I I know exactly what I want, and um, because I come from the background of not knowing what I want, I sometimes forget that <laughs> there are some people who are going, you know what, I totally know what I want, <laughs> and I, I think it's fantastic. I was gobsmacked though because I was pretty sure I didn't know what I wanted, and then I went, actually. I'm just going to sit here and write and a page and a half later, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm a little bit clearer than I think I am. Yeah, that's so interesting. That's so interesting that, that this is another dynamic that can happen is that we assess ourselves in one particular way and then we turn around and realize that, uh, no, we, we do know what we want. We do have, you know, we are on the path. We have made more progress than we thought. Um, and... 
uh, when we get to the next when you get through the next module tomorrow um, uh, you'll uh, you'll get a tweak to your three good things which is going to kind of pick up on this as well um, which I think you'll like um, any other reflections or uh, comments uh, we've got somebody who's just joined us on the line I'm not sure who that is who's just called in Hello. Hello. Oh, Leanne. Can you hear me? Hi. Yay. Hey, Leanne. Oh, my God. It's, um, what, 6 o'clock in the morning for you? Yes, it's, it's cold. But I've been up a little bit earlier, but I've done breakfast. So I'm hoping I can stay on the call for, for the wow. next 45 minutes. You're so... I'm so impressed. I'm so sorry, about that, by the way, but I haven't changed the time of this call. But um, I really appreciate you guys being flexible. So we've just been talking a bit about people's experiences and any questions that they've had with the clarity work. Um, so how did you get on with yours, Leanne? With the clarity work, um, you know what? I haven't completely finished through all my things of drilling down. I found no, that, that's um, cool. There are some people who haven't looked at that yet, so don't panic. You, you know, no, I have. Got... I have started it. I have started it. Um, I had done a, um, a core values thing before that, so I kind of am sort of clear on my core values of it. But the wise, yeah, I, did, I found it a little bit difficult when I started. Mm-hmm. And then there has been a lot, a lot going on here. So I haven't, um, I haven't completed that exercise yet. But, That's cool. Um, but nothing cool. unsurprising so far. The bits that I've done. <laughs> okay, That's interesting. Yeah. So there's a sense that you kind of already knew, um, uh, which is often well, the case. I have, case, I have you know. some ideas of my, of my, the, the things that I've read that the core values that I had done an exercise like that before, which was interesting. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Um, so anybody else got anything they want to reflect on or give me feedback on for their own experience? I haven't picked out people yet, but I might do that. If I do, I do. You. I do. You do, you do. I'm volunteering. Okay, Here I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, as far as the clarity... What was that? Sorry, I was just going to say, I, I know you've been doing a lot of this work for a long time anyway, so I'm going to be really interested to hear what the experience was. Mm. Um, coming through the, the clarity and the allowing and making everything okay, I noticed that I was feeling a combination of anger and petulance. And to, and to me, it seems like the anger was a bit... Um, Shall we say cleaner? Because petulance uh -huh. can can tend to be passive aggressive. <laughs> so I wanted to to be more assertive. So I just allowed myself the anger because you know we're always taught that it's not nice to feel angry, and mm -hmm. I allowed I allowed myself to feel it and go through it without wallowing in it, and also to observe it, which was really interesting. And what I found happening was that the the petulant part started being bored with itself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? And then the voice kept getting smaller and smaller. And on the other hand of that, I was seeing so many examples um, within my own life and, you know, from other people of being angry and expressing it through a passive-aggressive manner, mm. which, which mm. really 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly when I realized that I was being given one example after the other. That's what I said. Hmm, this be interesting. <laughs> you know, yeah. what's up with yeah. that? So, uh, <laughs> what's up with that? So, so to me, what I really got from that was choi- choosing and choice. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I didn't realize it, but my habit created the default vibration. And now that I'm shining a light on it, it's, you know, popping up like fireflies all over the place. Uh, So I'm actually, I'm actually starting to have fun with it. And uh, I'm starting to make up silly songs about, you know, silly situations. (laughs) I like that. And angry people. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a couple of questions. First of all, I would, I'm really interested about the petulance thing and whether, because for me, um, petulance feels like anger that's been suppressed by a feeling of helplessness. There's a sort of a whining, stamping of foot little girl thing that says, but what about me? Because, oh, yes. yeah, so that feeling of helplessness Mm-hmm. is the part that makes it feel un- unclean, if you like. Whereas anger, free-flowing, clean anger is basically a protection for your boundaries. It, and it works. Um, so it can be it can be a really, it, it is, it's a really necessary and healthy thing for us to have. And how we, what we do with it is the, is the question. Um, we don't want to suppress it and we don't want to go lashing out at people because, you know, that's, kind of crazy too um and uh for you guys i'm going to post if i I will post a recording i did for annette you've probably heard it um the emotion myth busting call that i did for good vibe university some time ago now where i explored carla mclaren's work um uh around the free the idea of free-flowing emotions so i'll post a, uh, a link to that in the group um, and, and included in the next email that goes out. Just for anyone who's interested in this, it's not essential listening at all. Um, but what I'm interested in with the anger, Annette, is whether you have visited with the anger to find out what it, whether it has anything to tell you. Yes, and with the petulance also. So okay. actually, actually, I'd like to start there because they both showed up pretty strongly. But yeah, the petulance comes from... Um, from adolescence, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and and and, and um, right after my mother passed away, so a whole lot of things changed, you know. Of and course. I wanted, yeah. of course, you you want to go back and be taken care of, you know, because you lost mm-hmm. this, but it was never fully expressed. So it just sat in there and became this, you know, ball of stew, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. And then the more, I, and but then I also did want to take care of myself. I don't want to be a kept woman. I don't. Do you know what I mean? I want to be able to stand I on my. Yep. Uh, I want to be able to stand on my own. But on the other side, I realized that I was. Ex- I was feeling a lot of, of envy and and, and jealousy, and that's hard for me to say because envy mm. kind of is okay, but jealousy. I don't want to be jealous. But yeah. I I have been. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, yeah. of course, you, you mix in the, oh, well, you shouldn't feel either one of those. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been, yeah. it's been like a ball of yarn that the kitten just, you know, had, you know, a ball with. <laughs> but seeing that way and listening to what you've taught and other things and having a nice supportive group is allowing me to take a breath and say, okay, well, this is what it is and I'm seeing it and, and you know we're just going to sit here gently with it because everything needs a voice and it will it will straighten itself out yeah you know yeah. I can and I can cer certainly help it along by attending things like this call and posting things in the Facebook group that will definitely help as far as I'm concerned and if you have any tips I'd love to hear them too <laughs> I think you I think you're already on the right track with this. I think that what you said about everything needs a voice, that's exactly it. Um I'm also thinking that um if you have listened to it, um Drew Roosevelt conversation with Jeanette in the Good Vibe University um calls would be a good idea. I'm sorry I can't offer it to everyone in the group because it's not mine to offer, but um he's the guy who wrote the book Let It Go and that's another resource that you guys might like to pick up. Um I will be talking more about this when I get to the Letting Go module, which which is module seven. Um and uh but but basic the the basic principle of what he's talking about is that when we and I've mentioned this before, I think in the coaching calls that when we have resistance to something, whether it's a thought or an emotion, when we have resistance to it, it just it wants to be said, it wants to be heard, and as long as we are resisting it and not allowing ourselves to have that thought or that emotion, and usually with an emotion, there's a thought behind it. There is sometimes there is a, a it's it it can be our brain uh, craving the chemical cocktail that goes along with that emotion, but even then, the brain will make a thought that makes us feel that emotion, if you, if that makes sense. So that so that any time that there's a, an emotion like that, there's usually a thought behind it, which says something like, you know, I was abandoned, or whatever the thought might be. Um, and when we allow ourselves to sit with that thought and the emotion, to just sit with it, we don't have to we don't have to love it, we don't have to like it, but being willing to sit with it and say this is how I, this is how I'm thinking this is the thought at the heart of this once we're willing to sit with it and hear it it can evaporate it doesn't have to hang around anymore because then we can we can make a decision about what what happens next so for example if the thought might if we have a thought like um like for the longest time my dad was um a, a doctor and when i was born he was working you know really long hours in in a hospital um and for most of my very young childhood he was working very long hours and i didn't see much of him during the day and when i became an adult i had i had issues around um abandonment for a long time which i couldn't fathom because i thought you know i had a classic middle class loving uh, background until i realized that the, in those very early years there was a sense of a missing father now this wasn't some deadbeat dad who I could easily turn around and kind of go point the finger and go well that's why this was a, a you know really loving caring man and the message I picked up on very early was his patients matter more than I do and for a very small child that's not something you can possibly comprehend so there's a phone going <laughs> and it's not mine to answer so 
you'll just have to bear with the background noise. I'll move away as far as I can. Um, so it wasn't until I recognised Hello. Hi, if there's anybody on the uh, phone that's not on the chat, Janet got kicked off. She's dialing back in. So. Oh, good. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. There you go. You're like, I know I heard a voice and I went, mm, maybe everybody does not know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, oh, there she is. I'm so sorry about that. I, do I dropped out and no idea. My chat window had frozen at the same time so I didn't realize I dropped out because I didn't see the conversation I'm back now and I'm hoping that my chat window will unfreeze it's not going to okay that's fine uh, I'll deal with that later um, uh, but um, who if 
if there's somebody who's and it maybe um, you're in chat and on the call, you could just chat wrangle for me if you don't mind. Sure. So, no problem. Um, how far did I get before I dropped out? <laughs> you said a thought wants to be sunk. Yes, thought wants to be sunk. Yes. <laughs> so, wow, that was a while ago. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. So a thought wants to be sunk. I think the internet connection just dropped, which is why I didn't also didn't hear people saying, where did she go? Um, so a thought wants to be sunk. Um, so Annette, when you were talking about um, the emotions, the anger and the petulance, um, if you're aware of a thought behind them that you have been resisting for a long time, uh, it's it's so whether we're talking about thoughts and emotions they want to be heard what you said about wanting you know the the voice wants to be heard you're absolutely right um so now that you've done that the next question would be if you want to find the thought that's behind those uh you might find it just pops into your head the awareness of it just pops in and uh once you've done that, if you want to, you can look for a replacement thought that feels better. You can design one. Um, uh, so, so how you play with this for the future is is kind of up to you. Uh, I would, I don't know if I, if you heard me say, I'd highly recommend Drew Rosell's book, Let It Go, um, mm -hmm. because I think there are some insights in there about. Um, about what to do next when we recognize that we've got something like that that we've been hang hanging on to. The other thing that you can do really is just continue with the work for this program because I think this will, because uh, the, the focus with this dream life work is the focus on, the, on where we're heading, not where we've been. But in order to get clear of where we've been, if there's something that's been hanging around, um, we need to, we can't just kind of go, well, I'm going to let it go and then because what we end up with is a vacuum and something wants to rush into that vacuum. And if we haven't really got something that we want, we, we get whatever happens to come in by default. And sometimes that can just suck back in the thing that we've, we think we've just let go of. So um, I suspect that the next module will give you some really good insights here. Um, and also um, I'm including a, an extra note um, on trauma. So that might, that might actually be useful to you, for you as well. Make sense? Yay! Yes. Awesome. And, awesome. And, awesome. And if I can paraphrase for myself to see how you you feel about the translation, mm -hmm. is I look yeah. at the at that underlying thought more like a compass. I I want to go towards my dream life, but mm -hmm. if I if I just start walking completely aimlessly, I'm not really going to get. I will certainly get somewhere, but it's. I, I think it's it's a lot. It's a lot faster and or easier if you've got a compass. Okay, I'm standing here yeah. and I want to go north, so I go in this direction. Yes, yes, and no. Yes, because um, you you want to go to the thing you want to go to, uh, and and partly no because um, think about it a little more like a GPS, like. When you, um, <laughs> my husband and I were playing a computer game, and he was absolutely certain that the only way to get to the thing he wanted to go to, which the compass was showing him was north, was to go straight over a mountain range, which his character clearly couldn't do. And 
I had to explain to him it's like when you're doing a, following a, a road map. You know, you know the thing you want is in that direction, but the road map's telling you to go left here, not straight ahead, because the road map knows that there's a big lake you have to go around. You can't actually go straight or drive straight across it. So, so sometimes your guidance will tell you to turn left when in fact you, you your intellect says that you ought to be going straight ahead. So, mm-hmm. so yes and no. The it's the it's, this is more of a intuitive kind of step-by-step journey mm-hmm. if you like mm-hmm. and it can mm-hmm. take twists and turns that we don't we can't predict um but but that guiding that guiding gps is always going to be we, we know how this works your the ultimate guiding gps is what feels better and so when we've got something that's very resistant that we've been dragging with us that feels bad all the time it, it's like a that's where it's a bit like a magnet near a compass. It actually puts the compass in the wrong. It faces the compass the wrong way. So we and we think we're following inner guidance, but what we're actually following is this old clunky thing that we've been carrying with us all, all this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yes, uh, the 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 um, the old um, the old experience and all of the things that went with it. Now that you're conscious of those, they're not going to have that same dragging impact anymore because you know you now know that you have choice. You've experienced that sense of having choice around, you know, the petulance thing in particular. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit about what you think you're going to do next. I mean, given that you got you get the next module in 24 hours, so. You'll have some meaty stuff to work with then, um, and that may that may actually affect the answer to the question of, of what you're what you're going to do next. Um, but uh, any particular thoughts? Anything else you want to kind of tease out around it? I've been getting hints to um, detach. Yeah. Um, yeah, because. Because the analytical side and what you were just speaking about is saying, well, in order to do this dream life, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And before you do that, you have to pay off your bills. Before you do that, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. get a job that pays. Yeah. And before, I'm like, yeah, okay, fine, if you say so. <laughs> so I've been detaching yes. from that part of myself. The how. All the hows. Yes. I get it. Yes. One of the yes. one of the reasons for the drilling down exercise is that it does help to detach from the house if you know that what you really want. So for example, if the dream life is sailing around the ocean in a yacht and if you drill down and just, and find out that what you that what that will the, the reason the why behind that that um sailing around the world in a yacht is actually because you want, you know, let's say you want to, you find out that's because you want to escape your current life, and then you drill down further and you say, what do I, why do I want to escape my current life? Because I hate the town I live in. Why do I, why do I want to escape the town I live in? Because I want a place that's closer to the sea, or I want a place that's near the mountains, or whatever it might be. Eventually, we drill down. We might find that the thing we actually want is not the sailing around the ocean. In the, it all, although we might still want that, but it's not only going to be delivered. So, what we might find we want is seclusion. We might want space. We might want adventure. 
we might want discovery. There's a whole range of different things that might lie at the heart of that desire. And once you know that, then you can let go of the how because the, you can see that the sailing around the ocean, sailing around the world in a yacht is not the only way to get there. And once you get that and you let go of the hows, then the externals are more, it's much more possible for your brain to see the way to that external step by step. We will cover this in future modules, of course, in more detail, but the 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 action comes last and our brains are so used to putting action first. <laughs> it's like, what? Mm-hmm. So by drilling down to that, that's one that's one way to get let go of the house. We will talk about that and I will cover another another way to tackle them in the module that you get tomorrow. So so you'll have some hopefully you'll get some traction around that. And yes, it takes a while to retrain your brain to stop saying but that couldn't come true because if I'm going to do that, then I need this. And if I'm going to do that, then I need this. And, you know, it's, it, it goes straight to problem solving. And we're trying to retrain it to kind of <laughs> to not do that anymore or at least not do it around the dream life because when it does it around the dream life, it's doing it from the old identity. It can't possibly know how to do it. Can I... I'd love to ask something about that. One of, one of my dear um, clients slash employers is Mm -hmm. very earth-based and that is one thing that she teaches and she teaches very strongly she's very spiritual but she's always okay but you need steps and you need a plan and you need to know so I'm I think that's one place where I'm a little stuck on because I don't want to ignore her teachings but then again I don't want them to reinforce No, no, no. I absolutely, I get it. I get it. And you know me. This is why I do the brain science because I'm, I'm a very, I've got an engineering mind. Um, so I, you know, the hows are also very key for me as well. The key, the, the point here is to get balance. And one of the reasons that I begin with the stuff that is more right brain oriented is because uh, we're so habitually tied up in the logical step by step stuff that we kind of have to push it away, push it in the other direction a bit and then we come back to centre. So we will do the logical stuff um, and uh, the, the, the planning and the how, but the problem is, the problem with planning and how, when we're sitting firmly embedded in our old identity is that our left brain, the old identity, can only see what it already knows is possible and that's based on what it's already experienced. So it literally cannot show us, it cannot deliver us ideas and plans and opportunities that will lead to the dream life. It just can't make that, it it struggles to make that leap. But our right brain, which does imagination so well, that's the part that can make those leaps and it doesn't care, it doesn't understand linear structure at all. So it can go there and play. This is why the play is so valuable and why it's... um, you know, even if we're only doing a few seconds of it at a time daily to build that um, facility with it, to build that, build in that access to that right brain stuff. That's when we begin to open those doors. So yes, we have this imaginative, we make this leap of imagination and suddenly go, oh, imagine if I could go and work with big cats. Um, And then we take the, we don't, we don't have to be able to plan every step of the journey from here to there I don't believe um, because it's like um, 
there's a wonderful um, analogy that I really like, and I can't remember which. I learned this from one of the positive psychologists. It might be in Sean Acor, I think. He talks about the analogy of um, a troop of soldiers. Um, this is something he learned when he did some work with the military, and it was something they teach their recruits that um, if you're carrying your whole pack and you've been wounded and in order to get to safe ground, you've got to climb this very steep hill. At the bottom of the hill, there's a kind of hopelessness. You know, you, there's no way you, can, you can't see the path. You can't possibly imagine getting up to the top of this hill to get rescued by the helicopter or whatever the exercise is. But if you can move 50 metres up the hill, from that perspective, you may now be able to see a clear route to get up the hill. So the idea that we have to start from where we are and plan out every step of the journey to our dream life, there's a problem with that and that is that we don't yet have the perspective to be able to see the whole path. So there has to be an element of trust to say, I can plan from here to the next 50 metres. I can plan that bit um, and left brain will be happy going, okay, I can plan how I'm going to sit down and do the clarity exercise. I can do that bit. Uh, so we give it things to do, but we give it morsel, we give it bite-sized chunks and, and the next 50 metres rather than getting it to do the whole thing, which it can't do at this point. So does that, does that kind of help get some traction with that, Annette? Yes, makes perfect sense. Makes awesome. You, you, you can't because you, you can't see. And, right. and even even when you're almost at the top of the mountain, you still can't see what is possible beyond that either. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so so each time you take a few steps forward, a few more steps forward, you can see the next bit. And there is an enormous amount of trust required to do this work. I totally get that. And I'm you know full of admiration for people who, are, who for anyone who decides to embark on this journey because because we do require that trust. And this is again where right brain is our friend because right brain knows how to trust. It knows, it has this sense. If you've ever come across the work of Jill Bolte Taylor, um, she was a neuroanatomist who had a stroke which damaged the left brain. And so, as a neuroanatomist, she knew exactly what was going on. So, she was able to kind of make observations about the experience even while she was going through the, the horrific um, impact of a massive stroke. Uh, that damaged all of her logical um, capacity, and she relates how in that in that period of time she was aware of all time, all space, of everything all at once in a way that we normally can't access when we're sort of uh, awake and conscious because we think of time as being linear. Um, so it was a uh, it's a very interesting. Again, I'll put a link to the TED talk um, in the in the in the group for you because. It's a very interesting insight into um, the power of the of the right brain, and that and how it works as our intuition, our inner guidance. Um, anyone else got any questions or any feedback? Anything else they want to share? I've been doing my three uh, good things um, in the morning because. I'm a recovering insomniac. Oh, right. So that yes. time that time before bed is yes needs to be protected, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I so I've it. been I've I've been doing my mine first thing in the morning, and it's a nice positive frame to begin the day with. 
That's fantastic, Jody. And actually, I um, have fairly recently begun a habit of doing it both morning and night, which I kind of like, but then I can be a little um, obsessive about this. <laughs> I like it so much. Um, and uh, But yeah, that's a really good idea. And I like how, you know, I want to say this kind of, this is probably a good time to introduce the idea that you can do a little bit of hacking of this. You know how you life hack things to tweak them to make them suit yourself. So yes, um, mornings is totally fine. And in fact, it's basically whatever time of day you will do it is the key. And if you can make it into a regular practice, a regular thing as you clearly are doing, um, it's going to really, it's, it's, it kind of helps it to become a habit, which is, a, which is always a good thing. Um, did you guys see my email? I think I sent an email out. I'm having a, I'm having a slight vague moment because this week has been a little sleep deprived because of you know, getting mum to hospital at six in the morning and things like that. Um, I think I sent an email out um, suggesting that, um, or first of all, the first question is, how did you go with including yourself in acknowledging something about yourself in the three good things? Did you find that a challenge, Jodie? Um, no, I actually found it easy. <laughs> <gasps> Yay! Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, I didn't struggle too hard with it but I guess I've been doing heaps of internal work this week so it's been kind of easy to pinpoint wow you were awesome at that Fantastic. Um, and and being able to be awesome at tiny little stuff <laughs> not yeah. having to be awesome at big really? stuff excellent that's so cool that's so cool and the other invitation that I think I sent out um, is the one to say instead of because it's it's relatively easy relatively easy to build the habit of including one good thing about yourself based on something you achieved that day or something you did and my invitation is to go deeper and see if there are times where you can find something that you just are something that is just something innate about you that you that you celebrate as one of the three good things um, and I've been playing with this one myself and finding that it's it's <laughs> it's not harder than you think, but it can feel it can be really interesting to see how easily writing something about to celebrate something that one is turns into something that one does. So I'm I'm playing with this one myself and having a lot of fun with it. So I'm going to invite you guys to really step up to the plate with this one and. Uh, make one of your three good things. You don't have to do this every day because it, it will probably be a stretch. If it's not a stretch, if this is easy for you, then kudos to you. Fantastic. You can put that down as one of your, one of your three good things for sure. And if it's a stretch for you, don't feel like, you know, don't beat yourself up if you can't do it every day, but aim for something that, some quality that you have, <clears throat> some intrinsic thing that you are about who you are that you bring to those three good things to just one of them you don't have to do it all three and you don't have to do this every day but so I'm going to extend that invitation and as I play with it I will keep you posted on um, how it goes so has anyone else been playing with that particular one no <laughs> not yet okay that's cool <laughs> Alrighty, so we're five minutes off the top of the hour. Um, I'm happy to stay on the line for as long as you guys like, um, but 
I'm getting the feeling that people might be complete with the conversation. Let me know. If, does anyone else have any last comments, feedback, question, anything like that that they would like to to bring to the call? If not, I'll call it a wrap. So going once, going twice. All done, sounds like. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, I really appreciate it. And... Um, I will go. I'll, I'll do a little bit of sound editing on the recording so that we don't end up with this long gap in the middle with, with people sounding confused and this talk shoe working and whatever else, whatever else I missed. Um, uh, thank you, uh, thank you, everyone who showed up. Um, Sandy, did you have anything that? Because I know you've been a little quiet on the line and you made the trouble of getting to call in. Did you have anything that you wanted to add? I am picking on you. Um, that's okay. You can pick on me. Um, I, I did, but what you've already talked about today, um, has been really helpful. I've kind of been in a bit of a tailspin since the call last week about uh-huh. Christmas. About Christmas? Yeah. I, I truly hate Christmas. Oh, okay. Say more about that. Um... It 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 just goes back to childhood stuff, and I've decided in the last I think three or four years to just quit fighting what I really feel and just not do Christmas. Awesome, totally good idea um, to just go with that. And do you find that you're getting much kickback from family and friends? Well, I don't really have much family to speak of. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and um, friends, no, not really. Right. But it doesn't. Even even having decided to just give up and not do Christmas, still doesn't alleviate or hasn't so far alleviated the depression I normally feel. Okay, so can you talk a little about? Um, if you don't feel like talking about it, that's cool. But if you would like to tease this out, I'm more than happy to talk about it and see if we can get you to some place that feels a little easier. Find a find a strategy for you for this year because if you're not in, if you're not enjoying the decision to quit Christmas, then well, then I'd rather you didn't go through yet another Christmas not enjoying that decision. Well, if that makes sense. Neither decision, you know, to not do, yeah. it or yeah, yeah. do it or not do it, it it doesn't really matter. You know, this is so we, some really old wounding that goes back very, very far in my life. Okay. And, you know, uh, as an adult, as a young adult, you know, I decided, well, you know, if 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 I have all these wounds and Christmas, you know, with my family can't be what it is, I'll make it different for other people. So I, you know, for 20 years threw myself into making Christmas a good thing for other people. Mm-hmm. And how did that feel? Still ended up with the same, with the so, same feeling and the same, the same depression. Okay. So is this, a, with the old wounds, have you done work around those? With anybody in particular, or have you done? Have you just been tackling those on your own? Um, no, I have. I mean, cause this okay, good. goes. I mean, this certainly goes back to unconscious commitments from my childhood for not being worthy or not not being deserving of what I want. But mm-hmm. you know, those those are still 
those wounds are still really deep. Uh-huh. And it's really, Christmas is really the only time of the year or the the only time when they show up. You know, so I've got a, yeah. It's it's like the last the last hook that's you know, that's in that yes those have that they have. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So I've got a slightly challenging question for you and there's no right or wrong answer here, but I'm wondering if it would be okay for this time of year to be sad. Well, I, I mean, the fact of the matter is it is. And I think that's why I decided to just give up and and just not do Christmas because it is what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll never, so do you, get- you know, I'll never get the Etch-A-Sketch I wanted when I was six. Yeah, yeah. That's right, exactly, because the Etch-A-Sketch you buy now is a different Etch-A-Sketch. I mean, somebody gave me an Etch-A-Sketch when I was 28, and that was really good, but it's not the same it, one. It doesn't, it's not the same one. No, it's not. No. no, I get it. I really do. Yes, I totally get that. So I'm just trying to tease out whether what's uh, whether what feels worse is the sadness that you feel at Christmas or the expectation of the sadness and the sense that you ought not to feel sad? I think it's... I don't know. I'll I'll have to... I guess I'll have to feel into that because I don't really know. You know, it's not like I start thinking in, you know, September, oh, Christmas is coming. Uh, Yeah. So it's not really that, but I can usually, you know, avoid feeling anything about it. And, you know, Thanksgiving, you pretty much have to give up. (laughs) Yes, Christmas is coming. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But it, I would just soon not feel sad. What, I mean, I strive for feeling neutral. Mm -hmm. Neither sad nor, you know, overly excited that it's Christmas. Sure. Sure, if that's possible. Well, I I think it might be worth teasing this out a little bit just to ask yourself the question. Um, Oh, sorry, did talk show just lose me? No, I can hear you. Oh, good. That's okay. Suddenly, I don't know, my my headset suddenly went really quiet and I thought, thought, I'm paranoid now. Um, (laughs) I I think it might be worth teasing out whether there is... Whether there is resistance to the way that Christmas has, the way that Christmas is still a trigger for those old feelings of pain, whatever, however you describe them, whatever they, you know, whatever you label them as, whether you call them sadness or grief or depression or whatever, whatever that bundle of the stuff that you're not enjoying about it is, um, I'm wondering whether the there's a sense of I'm not supposed like Annette was talking earlier about her anger and petulance whether there's a sense of I'm not supposed to feel this way because because we get um, so much uh, there's so much out there about Christmas and it's not just the advertising stuff but it's there's an energetic thing that goes on with a holiday season where there's an, an increased expectation that you ought to feel happy which is one of the reasons why 
for so many people it, it increases stress levels because there's this thing, there's this thing about I'm supposed to feel a certain way. So I'm wondering if it's worth playing with that a little and because if you make a decision, for example, that Christmas is an appropriate time of year to feel sad, you could even do something like honouring that with some kind of ritual of your own that might actually help you to feel a little bit more like you have some, I don't want to use the word control because we're not trying to control anything, right. but, that, but that this is okay. This is not something that is out of your hands. It's like you step up and you kind of go, you know what, this is, this is um, a time of year that I, I feel a bit um, out of control. Mm-hmm. I want to feel a little more like I've got a handle on this. Um, not control in the sense of controlling and suppressing, but control in the sense of uh, I'm the one in charge, I'm the authority, I'm the one with sovereignty here. I get to choose. Um, so it might be worth just teasing that out. I'm not sort of recommending anything in particular, but just being open to the idea that maybe it's okay that you don't love Christmas, that, you, that this is a time of year where you still feel the pain of some old wounds. Maybe it's okay. In the same way that, you know, maybe it's okay that when I play a computer game, my old RSI injury flares up a little bit and I still have fun playing a computer game anyway. <laughs> and I go, you know what, it's okay. Um, different scenario, but but something sort of similar. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So does that does that help a little? Well, it does. It does. You know, I I tend to think that I am particularly gifted, and I have just incredible amounts to be grateful for. But mm-hmm. Christmas is all about what I don't have, and that's sure. that's the part that feels sad. Yeah, and this might be an opportunity to also look at that in particular and do that exercise of looking at the things that you that you don't have. Um, if you if you can do the drilling down to find out what it is that to, what you would you know if you had what you wanted if you had what you feel is missing whatever that might be to find out what the essence of that is what's the s the essential core nature of that thing whether it is connection love compassion um, uh, belonging all of those kinds of things whatever they might be um, whether one of the whether it's something like that which you can then um, find another pathway to 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 help ease some of that feeling that it's gone, gone forever if that makes sense it does that makes sense I will right. do that Awesome, awesome. Keep me posted, and feel free to private message me if you if you want to talk about this outside the group. I'm more than okay. happy to do that. Okay, I All will. Right. And thank you for bringing that to the group because you may not be the only one in this situation. You know, we we know how this works when there's a group that comes together. Almost inevitably, there's a, there's, a, there's a dynamic when one person asks a question. There's somebody. There's at least one other person in the group who really needed that question answered. So. Thank you for for being willing to bring it to the conversation. I appreciate that. Well, thank you. All righty. All right. I'm going to call that a wrap. And um, guys, if you've got any other questions, feel free to ask them in the group. And uh, um, you will get your next module in approximately 24 hours. And I will... um, uh, So I'm going to also um, share with you the um, recording for the Emotion Myth Busting. And... 
there was something else I was going to share, and I will I will remember it. Um, unless unless someone wants to remind me, I'll listen to the recording anyway. <laughs> I know I said I was going to share something. All right, um, love you all. Thank you so much, and uh, I'm going to end the recording now. If my button is still working. <laughs> oh. Right, my window's not working. I'm, I'll have to edit this. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, everyone. I'll come back you. in and edit this. Oh, bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Thanks, Janet. Bye. Thank you, bye. bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.